The Stars' offense continues to flourish. We got our first look at Jake Ottinger, and injuries are beginning to pile up. Let's discuss next on Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer of 105.3 The Fan and current voice of the Chippewa Steel. Make sure you go ahead and hit subscribe. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast as well on YouTube. And thank you so much for making this your first listen of the day. Good morning on this Thursday, October 5th. We are counting down the days till puck drop at the American Airlines Center between the Stars and St. Louis Blues, but tons and tons of things to talk about, still things to discuss. Some things are starting to happen as the lineup continues to shrink and shrink, and things are starting to make more sense, still a bit early, but uh, tons and tons of positive things as well, and maybe some that are not so positive Uh Things like injuries, but I don't think there's any reason to panic. But I did want to touch on them, of course. But uh, the Stars, another big preseason win a uh, couple of nights ago over the Colorado Avalanche 3-1. to And we'll dive into that in just a sec. But today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Well, as I mentioned just before that, the Stars with another nice victory on home ice against the Colorado Avalanche 3-1, to which it was to be expected to some degree. It looked like the Stars had uh, the much better roster. It didn't look like it. They definitely did. And it was similar to the situation that we saw in Colorado uh, a few nights before that where Colorado had more of their horses playing and the Stars definitely had more of their horses playing. And of course they contributed. Uh, it was fun to see Sagan and Robo play together. That connection was on fire all night. Beautiful goal from Robertson too, dragging it between his legs on the backhand and the patience to lift it up and over the glove to uh, get the scoring started for the Stars as they continue to just kind of flourish uh, offensively in this in this preseason, and of course, we'll touch on it some more in the next segment. But man, they have uh, had a lot of lot of success just scoring goals, and it's fun to be accustomed to it. And, and right, like it, it's preseason, I get it, but um, you know, it's still hard to score in this league. There's guys that want to make rosters. Uh, you're not going to be playing number ones every night. Uh, at this point in the season, but you, there's some guys that are hungry and are trying to fight for spots um, to, to make it on the big club. So you have to be able to to, uh, to uh, contribute at any time. So it, it was fun to just have Pavelski out there. Uh, and of course, Miro uh, got to play a bit. They had Harley and uh, Bischel, which I know was uh, a nice surprise for many people, where Lee and Bischel, the, uh, the nice prospect for the stars will most likely start in the AHL, but just looks like he's going to have a ton of potential at the next level. He's six, five. So he has the size like Hawk and Palm and he's a righty, a much needed righty that the stars are desperate for. And 
that just seems like a sneak preview in a few seasons when Bischel and Harley will be a force to be reckoned with at some point in the National Hockey League. So nice to see those guys get some playing time together as well. But Pavelski gets a goal. And, uh, and that's one of the things, too. It's it's not just one guy kind of carrying the load. It's everybody's kind of chipping in. Another look with Duchesne in a Stars uniform. So uh, everybody's getting uh, their feet wet on this early season and just a few more preseason games to go one tonight against the blues. Uh, unfortunately that will not be broadcasted, but I know the one on Saturday is against Minnesota and that will be on Valley sports. So uh, make sure you go ahead and get those subscriptions. They look to maybe be bankrupt. I don't know. They're trying to file for something, not going to get into that too much, but supposedly they're supposed to be around for another NHL and NBA season. So <laughs> I guess uh, get those subscriptions ready uh, so you can watch your stars hockey. Uh, otherwise you'll miss out. So uh, I'm sure Josh and Razor will be back in the booth, which will always be great to hear from them. And uh, really stars hockey will be back finally, which is very, very exciting. Um, we got another look at, uh, not another look, I should say, we got our first look at Jake Ottinger, which was very, very fun. So uh, Otter comes into the game, stops 9 of 10, tracking the puck well, uh, kind of does Otter things right, nothing to jump up and down about, uh, but good to get him some work, um, which uh, I thought it was exciting, and and it was interesting to uh, hear a report. Uh, I can't remember who reported it. It may have been Heike or uh, it was somebody in the Dallas Stars. I'll have to – it may have been Bruce Levine, actually, I think, um, that talked about how Ottinger has not been on the ice as much as he has been uh, in the offseason. I think he said it's the least he's ever been on the ice uh, in an offseason before. And due to the part that he wants to be fresh and ready to go for a long season – and that was something I, I mentioned, you know, early on in the in the podcast when I first started about how Ottinger just played his first full year of professional hockey. He played about, I think, 60 games in the AHL and he came up and uh, the Stars really had to ride him and play him a lot due to the fact that, of course, Wedgwood had an injury last year, but um, he, he's definitely taken an emphasis on being fresh and being ready to go, which is a good sign, I think. Um, and Ottinger seems uh, like that guy too, where he's not too invested uh, into the game. Right. And he th says things like there's more to life than hockey, which I know can concern people, but I think it's great. Right. Y you don't want him carrying home, especially as a net minder. <laughs> uh, I would have to think that being a goaltender at that level is like 95% mental because if you lose it up here uh, in between the eyeballs or behind the eyeballs, you're done. Uh, it, it's just too hard of a position to play. And the talent in the league is too superior in order to not, not have confidence, right? And confidence is everything. And if you shatter that, it can really derail some guys. Uh, I think we saw that with Dennis Giryanov last year. The confidence just was not there anymore. And hopefully he got a fresh start in Montreal and he had a good end of the season. And of course, Dodonov comes over and he started to have some success in Dallas. So uh, always nice to see Ottinger get some work in. Um, I wouldn't, I would expect him to probably play in Minnesota. It is back in his hometown. I think he would get uh, a stretch there. So we'll uh, definitely keep an eye on that, but 
nice to see that. But other than that, just a, another well-played game. Not a great start uh, with the Avs getting on the board first. But uh, after that, the Stars really buckled down. And uh, it's just shaping up to be a, a wonderful, wonderful year. Um, and uh, I think a lot of our questions have been answered. Of course, Stan Coven and Maverick Bork and Bischel are still up with the club. And now with some of these injuries kind of happening, uh, Stan Coven, Bork may have to play on opening night. So it, it's definitely not out of the possibility. I still think they start in the AHL along with Matei Blumel, but it's definitely not out of the question right now. And the, the stars aren't concerned by any means by some of the injuries and, and guys are a bit banged up, but something to definitely keep an eye on. And uh, I know we've been kind of barking at it that they look like they belong. They're ready. And uh, I know I've been a proponent of allowing them to play in the AHL. I think that's good and will only help them, but Hey, uh, if you feel the need to, to fill a void, uh, they're there, which is good. And it's a good problem. The stars have, they have a lot of depth, so they will have to utilize that if necessary. Of course, Jordy Ben is still around on the PTO. Uh, I know that shocked a lot of people, but I, I've been on the record of saying, I don't think he plays on this team but I also don't think he's a terrible guy to have in your back pocket. <laughs> if, if you need a guy to call up, and just plug and play and take up space. I think he's your guy. He wasn't terrible in the game that I was able to watch against Colorado. I actually thought he was uh, he was very serviceable. Uh, and sometimes he just needs serviceable guys. I don't think he's going to be playing every day. I think things have gone horribly wrong if he is. But Jordy Ben is still around, so. Just let you chew on that for a moment. All righty. We got to get into uh, some more talk about this offense and a little deeper dive into the numbers and all the good things that are happening. I mean, can this offense continue to get better? They were almost, uh, they almost scored more than a goal per game last year than they had in the previous season. Uh, can they get up there inch towards that four goals a game? Who knows? And uh, we'll continue to talk about some of the offense in the preseason and a bit more on that in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. Go to App Store, Play Store, wherever you get your apps. Go ahead and type in FanDuel, download it, and then you can get all those different betting options. They have a great range, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And there's nothing better to do when you're ready to lock up shop, sit down, and watch a slate of football games on Sunday. Go ahead and sprinkle some money and uh, make it a win-win for everybody and yourself. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Alrighty, about to hop into some talk about this wonderful offense that we have uh, been blessed with here early on in this preseason. Go ahead and check out yesterday's episode with Locked On Predators, another crossover, very, very fun with Nick to 
talk about where the Predators and Stars kind of shape up. And of course, some of the history that these two teams have. Very, very good stuff. Also, uh, Locked On Rangers. Go ahead and check that out, man. Stars and the Rangers, they're really pulling through for DFW Sports. The Rangers now on to the ALDS to face the Baltimore Orioles, baby. So how about that? Big win for the Rangers. Their first uh, first postseason series wins since, what, was it 2016? Maybe it was 2015. I don't know off the top of my head. It was one of those. But it was really, really nice to see uh, the Rangers get a few dubs down there in Tropicana. Speaking of, I guess that was a bad segue. Just speaking of great offense, because the Rangers have one, the Stars have uh, had some great offense. They averaged uh, 3.2 goals a game uh, a year ago in the first year of a Pete DeBoer system. And as a fan base, of course, that was something we were just continue to bark about. Where is the scoring? Because they have guys like Jamie and Sagan, and even they were struggling to find their footing. And of course, Rick Bonus really, really wanted to double down on being a defense first type of team, right? Worry about your net before ever thinking about going down to score. And it was really frustrating. Of course, they were successful at being a lock it down type of defensive team, but you're just so much more successful and you give yourself a lot more margin of error when you can go down and score almost for a night. And I mean, it was an immediate impact with Pete DeBoer. I was like, Oh, where did this come from? Uh, guys that we haven't seen really light the lamp at an alarming rate before uh, are really starting to produce at, at high numbers, which, which was nice to see. And again, like to preface this, I, I know it's preseason and, I don't want to, uh, you know, in, inflate the balloons too much, but 23 goals in five games, that's an average of 4.6, 171 shots in those five games, 34.2 is the average there. And they have outshot opponents by a large margin as well in that process. So, you know, very, very dominating. And like I said, it's not like it's Jamie Ben and Sagan and, Hence and Pavelski and those guys doing all the work, right? <laughs> um, it's been some guys that are fighting for roster spots, uh, roster spots, excuse me. Some are, uh, you know, career AHL guys, right? Like Stan Coven's had a great preseason with, I believe, four points. Borks got in on the action. Harley and, of course, Robertson have been there. But it's been a plethora of guys that are contributing and it just seems like it's only going to get better in year two because guys understand where they're supposed to be and they understand how they want to play. The stars are going to have an identity, which we got to see last year. They can win in multiple ways. If they need to be that defensive type team to lock it down, they could do that. They want to beat you with special teams. They'll do that too. Top 10 in power play. And penalty kill. You want to go on a track meet? We'll put up 10 on you like they did against Buffalo that one night. Uh, they can win in a multitude of ways. If you need your netminder to clean up all the garbage because you just can't figure it out, you got Jake Ottinger in between the pipes to to do that for you too. So a, uh, a lot, a lot of positives coming for this offense. And I, I you know, I think that was to be expected, right? I, a lot of us are probably more concerned with 
the defensive side of the puck because you still have some older veteran guys that do not move as well. And we'll see with the pairings, and we've talked about it at nauseum on splitting up Lundell and Hockenpah, putting them with some more mobile defensemen and how that's going to shape up. But um, this offense is killing it right now, and it's fun to watch. And offensive hockey is fun hockey, right? The league wants it to be this way. They've kind of pushed different things and the rules and all that and what's being called, uh, you know, it's all encouraging offense. It's like the NFL, right? It's all about passing and and scoring points because that's fun too. And, and a mistake hockey is fun hockey too, right? Um, Especially when the mistakes are happening on the opposition, of course, but uh, you know, it's, it'll be fun to continue to watch the stars team work and, these line combinations, man, it just looks like there's not going to be a whole lot of feeling out period, which is nice. And of course with Pavelski and Robertson and hence, they know each other. They played together for three years. Now Johnston and Dodonov and Ben are going to be back together. The only one that may be a bit of a question is the Marchment with Sagan and Duchesne, but Pete DeBoer seems really thrilled with how Duchesne's messing, uh, meshing, I should say with Sagan and Marchment. And, uh, the fourth line, of course, has some uh, questions with Delandria. Foxa now is a bit hurt. We'll talk about that in a moment. And Craig Smith is uh, came over in the offseason. So who's going to be the trio that completes the 12 forwards? Um, but it's been an emphasis in this training camp about depth scoring. They thought they were great at it last year, but they want it to be better which is good. <laughs> uh, it's been a big emphasis, it seems like. They do not want to rest on their laurels, uh, which is a, a very, very good sign. Um, and uh, Pete DeBoer, I think, understands that in order to beat some of the, the great teams, especially when you run into a team like Vegas, like you did in the Western Conference Finals, where they are very, very strong defensively, if you were able to score a bit more, it would have helped a lot of your challenges and not trying to hold on to one goal, two goal leads against a Vegas team that was very, very deep. Uh, And sometimes offense can solve a lot of your issues. Um, When it comes to, uh, you know, playing great teams, if you can capitalize more often than not, uh, even when you don't play your best, you can kind of squeak out some wins, right? Um, and, and that's kind of the name of the game. So we'll see how they fare in this upcoming year, but tons of tons of good signs. And the, the better part of it all is it's guys like Stan Coven and Bork who have had just great, great preseasons, which we kind of expected them to, but to really see it actually happen is a great, great piece moving forward towards opening night. All right, let's go ahead and wrap up today talking uh, a bit more about some of the injuries that are kind of piling up and, you know, I don't want to panic anybody, but I do just want to touch on them and how that may uh, force, uh, force DeBora, not Bador, but DeBora to do some different things uh, with the lineup and just, you know, is there a cost for concern? I wonder how you guys are feeling uh, on that as well. And we'll do that in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked On Stars is brought to you by Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract 
interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do all of that with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suit of powerful suite, excuse me, of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match assessments and virtual interviews. Hate waiting, Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80%. Indeed knows when you're growing your business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on. One more time for you, Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Already back here on Locked on Stars. Thank you so much for making this your first listen of the day. Locked on Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every single day. I wanted to touch on some of the injuries, especially with center Iceman, that have uh, started to, to snowball a bit. And of course, with the news coming out yesterday with Radic Foxa, who of course took a hit from behind in the preseason game against Colorado, and he had to leave. And uh, he came out, not a whole lot of information on particularly what it is and everything. He did need to get stitches after he was boarded is what came out. But other than that, we have not gotten a uh, another update from Pete DeBoer or anybody. Uh, but they did have to recall someone from the AHL uh, with Kyle McDonald. Uh, so definitely something to read into. They may have had to make that move because they had to. <laughs> they might be down a man. So uh, definitely something to keep an eye out on. Uh, they didn't seem overly concerned, but by them having to recall someone down from Cedar Park, uh, I, I think that definitely says something and we can read into that a bit, but also you have a guy like Ropa Hintz who still hasn't seen any action. He's scrimmaged, um, with the team a bit. Um, it's practicing. Uh, it's just another thing where Pete DeBoer has said, he's not worried about it. And he made a joke about, you know, I think we can find a spot for him come opening night if he's ready to go. Uh, but of course, I've mentioned it. He has missed stretches before in his career. He's never played a full 82. Um, it's something we have come to know a, a bit about Rope. He is, uh, you know, prone to be injured a few times a year. Uh, again, it's very minor right now. So I'm not going to, you know, jump off the ledge here, but just laying out the information that we know. Uh, White Johnson is a another one that's nursing an injury. And I don't think DeBoer's given any update on what that is or where he's at, but just uh, bumps and bruises, I assume. And nobody seems too concerned uh, about that, but you know, it's, it's going to cause some issues if it does carry over uh, into the season, a guy like Johnston or even Rope. Uh, maybe we have to see Sagan jump up to that top line. We saw him do that last year when Rope went down and really and really did a great job uh, in the absence of Rope. And then that causes you to switch some lines away, uh, around. Maybe Duchesne goes up and plays with Ben and Dodonov. Uh Unfortunately, I hate to say this, but it's almost fun to think about if there are injuries. And I don't want to speak this into existence, but then you can kind of juggle around your line combinations and try some guys with maybe you did not think we're going to play together come preseason. 
uh, maybe Duchesne, Ben, and Johnston get to play together. And Dodonov goes up to the top line with uh, Rope and Robo. And, you know, your your mind can get lost and juggled into all that. I, I think that's uh, just kind of interesting. But, uh, you know, what the main key is, is this is a lot of center icemen. <laughs> and the stars are, are very, very heavy on their center icemen and how they're supposed to defend. And, of course, it's important in the faceoff dot with the emphasis on puck possession. The Stars were the best faceoff team in all of the National Hockey League last year, uh, and you're going to miss that in some guys. Um, fortunately, too, the Stars do have some depth, and having kind of your hybrid wingers, Pavelski can take draws. Duchesne can take draws. Ben, of course, is excellent in the dot. Sagan, world-class in the dot, too. So uh, definitely guys that can fill the void, but... Uh, with Radic Foxa maybe down for the foreseeable future, I would think he's the only one that is probably the most concerned at playing on opening night. I would think, and it's not even that much, but uh, maybe we see Stan Coven then get brought up. Uh, Delandre is there. You have Smith and Sam Steele. And it seems like Stan Coven's kind of battling against Sam Steele. And so is Maverick Bork. Like that's the guy you kind of have to beat out. And do they see if, a future with Sam Steele in the fourth line. Do they think he's going to contribute? Is he the type of player they want? Uh, we will see. Uh, I liked what I saw at Sam Steele in the game I watched against Colorado. Nothing jumped off the page, but I've also said I think he's going to be a Stars favorite this year, a Stars fans favorite, just because, you know, smaller guy, not afraid to mix it up. He can penalty kill well. Uh, I think he's just a great fourth line role player, and he had a good year with, with Minnesota. We'll see if this system can unlock some offensive potential for him. Um, but I think he's a great fourth line role. And those are, and Stan Coven and Bork seem to have to try to beat out him uh, in, in order to, to get a spot. And of course, there'll be an odd man out uh, as, as we get closer and how that all goes. But uh, I, I think it was just important to at least kind of discuss some of these because, uh, you know, and, and we know too. Coaching staffs aren't going to give us everything. Uh, the injury could be a bit worse than we know. Like, we can be honest. They're not going to show us their hand because they don't want to tell the opponent what's going on and who's going to be in their lineup. So uh, it could be something that trickles over into the first handful of games of the season. Who don't knows? Or, or who knows? But I think it's um, it's important to take that into consideration and plan for that, which I think they are, of course, you know, but uh, – you know, even for us here that are discussing it, I think it's so out of situation on how you uh, on how you're going to fix it and what are you going to do if these guys miss a handful of games at the the start of the season because, well, it is going to hurt the product. It's uh, you would think, right? <laughs> you're not going to be uh, reaching your greatest potential without some of those guys out. So, um, uh, and and a lot of center icemen that are going down. So hopefully the uh, Hopefully, like the uh, the stars have been saying, nothing to be very, very concerned about. Um, so we'll ride with that for now. But uh, the center iceman, man, hopefully the uh, the bit of injury bug gets away from the stars, man. They were fairly healthy last year, and hopefully we have a fairly healthy season. Again, injuries will happen. It is the NHL, uh, but the, the stars are a bit older in some places. So <laughs> uh, you, you'll have some guys that will certainly – miss some time. Already, that'll do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you for joining me on this Thursday. 
Hopefully you're gearing up for another another fun weekend. Follow me on Twitter or the X thing, JoeyTheJet19, gearing up for a couple of games for the Chippewa Steel here. We have uh, two games this weekend, so I'll be rather, rather busy. But uh, excited for a fun-filled week of hockey, and we are counting down the days till opening night at the AAC, baby. October's here just right around the corner. That'll do it. Thank you so much for joining me on the Locked On Stars podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. So long, Stars fans.